All right, welcome to All In Sports First Podcast. Today we'll be talking about the NFL and maybe a little bit of college football for the weekend. You know, get that in a little bit. Well, let's start it out. Let's talk about Antonio Brown. My opinion on it is, is simply he just wanted out of Pittsburgh. And he said, man, I don't want to be here anymore. Roethlisberger's up my ass all the time. He's like, I don't want to deal with this. And he's like, man, I am I am the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's like, man, but he's like, I'm the best receiver of football, but I want out of here. I said, I don't want to play for these guys anymore. He said about how the Rooney's didn't want to be involved with this family. No one wanted to hang out. With his family, they just didn't care. They just, all they just wanted to talk about or do is football. And he said, I'm not about that. So, he said he went out of Pittsburgh. They traded him to Oakland, which I later heard that he wanted to go to New England. But the Steelers obviously aren't going to trade the best receiver in football to the Patriots, who have the greatest quarterback of all time. That's just insane because, you know, Pittsburgh just has a hard time with New England, especially in the playoffs. So, man, I'll go. Yeah, it's like, yeah, hell with it. I'll go to Oakland. Goes to Oakland. They sign him that lucrative contract. And makes him the highest paid receiver in football. It's like, all right, man, I'm out of Pittsburgh. And goes meets with Derek Carr. And he's like, hey, man, what's up? Let's get to work. He's all for it. He's really playing the media. Like, Like, he really wants to be there. And then he just really, he, he he ran some routes to the car, and then he realized, he's like, man, these guys, they're really young. They're a young team. Oakland's a young team. Mayock built this team, so they're a young team. But I'm 30 years old. I got the short window to win Super Bowls. So he's like, man, I'll start. I don't know. I don't know if the, uh, the chamber he wanted, the Cypher Bear chamber, whatever it is, where it's, Freezes you essentially to help with healing. I don't know if he did that on purpose, but the helmet situation and the whole <clears throat> thing with Mayock about telling him he's going to punch him in the face. I he he wanted out of Oakland. He didn't want to be there. That's so obvious. He he's just like, man, I want to get out of Oakland. He was looking at different ways. He's like, man, I got to get out of this contract. I want them to cut cut my guarantees. I'm going to make it look like I'm real mad about that. And then they're going to cut me. Let me go. And when they cut me, let me go. He's like, because I can't tell them that, man, I really want out of here. Because that's going to make me look bad. So I'm going to do these little stunts and say, man, that's just what it is. And then I'm going to get myself out of Oakland. And I know New England's going to want me. He he probably already talked to probably talked to Belichick and Kraft and Alton Brady about it before. Like, man, I'd really love to play with you guys. And he knew that they were going to pursue him as soon as he hit free agency. And essentially that's what happened. And now he's with <laughs> Brown, Josh Gordon, Edelman. Demarius Thomas was there, but they traded him the Jets for a six-rounder. But you don't really need him, really. Philip Dorsett's a deep threat. It's absolutely loaded. And Gronkowski, you don't know when he's going to come back, but... You know, playoffs come around and tight ends not doing so hot. With lacrosse as their tight end, I believe, or Ben Watson. They're not doing too hot. And I mean they're gonna be looking for a Rob Fresh Gron- Gronkowski coming back, running down the field. You see if he's in shape. He's 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 real thin right now. He's probably faster than he was when he was playing. But I know he's doing those CBD oil things, you know. I don't know how the NFL is with those on their drug tests and stuff, but he'll have to get off those probably. But I'll be pretty loaded. And Belichick, of course, is running their defense. And, you know, Belichick ran uh, the Giants of the 80s with Lawrence Taylor and all those guys. Pepper Johnson. Dominant defense back there with Parcells. Yeah, he'll have that defense playing pretty good. Probably, probably be ranked top five in the NFL, I'd say. But <clears throat> Patriots are going to be hard to beat. 
Then this latest rumor comes out that, I guess, Brown had sexually assaulted one of his trainers three times or something. It's really, it's really odd how it comes out like three years, two or three years after this actually happened rather than like instantly, you know. Like it's just kind of put off for something, you know. I, I don't know how real it is. Brown seems like a, he, he, I mean, he kind of seems like a family man, always playing with his kids. I don't, you don't really see his wife too often or his girlfriend or whatever he has. But, you know, you, know, you don't see the whole significant other. I mean, you see her here and there, but yeah, I don't, you, you just don't know how real this is. I mean, it, and rape's a serious issue and everything, but you just, it has, it's not great timing. You know, it comes to New England. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh kept everything hush hush when they were there. They didn't nothing came out. Like the thing with Roethlisberger raping those raping those two women or whatever that happened or anything. Nothing came of that. But Brown's thing came out and he's with New he just signed with New England, so it's a huge deal, you know. So I don't know if anything's gonna come out of that, but that's I think it's a bunch of crap. I don't, I, why, I mean, why would he do that? He, I mean, his girlfriend, from what we've seen of her, she's not bad. She's pretty good looking. So, I mean, why did he just need to do that? I mean, why would he need to rape someone? You know, he's a millionaire. He's going to have whatever women he really wants. So why is that a big, why is it a big deal? Because, you know, he had a lot of money hungry women around, you know, all then for the money and everything. So. Or that lavish lifestyle, or whatever they. So, I don't see why they would. He'd want to rape someone, you know. That's just doesn't seem right. But you just never know. I mean, I doubt it happened, but. Well, we'll see what happens in the upcoming week or so. I think I think he'll be there, but. I mean, you'll have these little issues with your team. Some someone will do something they're not supposed to. Well, for most people now, I'm a huge Tampa Bay fan. They didn't look too didn't look too hot this week. You know, Jameis Winston, number one number one overall pick back in the day out of Florida State. Thought he would be the next great thing, but you know, we watch his film floor state every time he got pressure, he panicked and tucked it up. He had he had a national championship game that year. He had a lot of trouble with that. But he does make a he does make a good throw here and there, you know. Um but he uh, stressed me out and I ended up putting back a couple beers, you know, because hands with the stress a little bit, but B.A. said that two of the three interceptions weren't on him. I don't know how true that is. I watched the game. One, he just kind of, he got hit and he just chucked it. And like, you, he did that a lot last year. It just pisses you right off. One, it looked like he out threw the guy, threw the guy too wide. And I think the other one, he overthrew the guy. But, or no, the other one, he hit up the guy's hands. I guess that, that one wasn't really his fault, but I think he could have used a better touch on it. Um but hopefully they'll turn it around. Mike Evans was real sick, I guess, game or the week one. Hopefully he'll be healthy. Ronald Jones looked pretty good though. He ran hard, and the defense didn't look too bad actually. Vernon Hargraves had a pick six. You know, that was nice. San Francisco is my big sleeper team this year though. They got a lot of good talent on the team. Got Quan in the middle, former LSU Tiger. Yeah, Nick Posa. From the Ohio State University, Armstead, Morgan Buckner from Oregon, and then they have a uh, Solomon Thomas in there, and he's Stanford. And a pretty decent front four, as long as they can get it get it together. Oh, D Ford, former Auburn Tiger, and get him up front. Got a pretty good pass rush. That's that's five first round draft picks that they can rotate around. I mean, they have Sherman at secondary. I mean, I guess Jaquaski Tartsell back there. Jimmy Ward. 
Uh, Kilo Witherspoon, he looked, he was a pretty good prospect coming out of Colorado. I mean, they got a pretty good team. So everyone to stay healthy and they keep pressuring everyone up front. I think they can have a pretty good year. I think they might be able to win the NFC West. Seattle's a young team. I mean, you guys still got Russell Wilson to deal with and everything, but he needs a little bit of work. The Rams, let's be honest, Goff's overrated. I'd whole team. You see what he did before McVay got there. McVay is the St. Louis Rams. Every play's predetermined where Goff goes. Gurley didn't look too bad week one, but you don't know how that knee, that knee arthritis is going to. He looked awful in the Super Bowl. Even in the playoffs, C.J. Anderson got all the most of the carries, and he led the he led the freaking league in rushing. You don't know what's going to happen with him. Um, Cardinals, Murray, it's going to be a bust. Hate to say it. Got a good arm, but good legs. I mean, you might I might be able to squeak a good year out if you just tailor the offense exactly to his strengths. But he's no elite quarterback. I got David Johnson is real good, and Fitzgerald's a Hall of Famer, obviously. But you know, this young team, I, I just don't see it in Murray. Um, it's gonna be real up in the air for them, especially man these overtime games. Why would you have a tie? You can't just, like, and if you get a fight with someone, you just don't call it halfway at the end and say, shit, well, I guess we did our best, so just call it a tie. We'll call it a draw. Especially, like, back in, like, the Roman Colosseum days, you're like, let's fight to the death. You didn't, like, stop halfway through and, like, oh, we're going to call this a tie. Congratulations, everybody. You did your best. That's so stupid. Just keep playing. You should just literally keep playing. So say your uh, team goes down, kick a field goal, or just do it like uh, after that time expires when no one scores, just keep going, or, or even uh, do it like college football does. You get the ball at the was a twenty yard line, thirty yard line, and say, "All right, let's let's do this." You can't have a tie, especially in professional sports. That's that's messed up. You can't have that. Especially when next morning you drink a TV, you see Ty, you're like, what the shit? That's messed up, man. It makes you drop your freaking cup of coffee on the floor. It makes you put too much syrup on your Eggo waffles, man. That's messed up. Can't have that. I got to fix that stuff, man. Um... See some interesting games this week, though. Vikings, Packers. I think the Vikings got that division, man. They got a good. I mean, they got Cousins. Cousins is not a bad quarterback. I mean, he's not great, but he's not bad. He can throw for a lot of yards. Cook looked great. Offensive lines a little shaky. I got Thielen from Minnesota State University outside, and Stephon Diggs from Maryland. You got some targets out there, and then you got Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph from Notre Dame, tight end. You got you got your you got some pretty good targets there. Irv Smith from Alabama, backup tight end. You got some pretty good targets there. And then you got your uh, defense, run by Mike Zimmer, who had a hell of a defense when he was with Cincinnati. Vontez Perfect, Pac-Man Jones, Dunlap, Geno Atkins, all them boys. They had Ioloka. They had a hell of a defense. Now he's got Harrison Smith from Notre Dame and Anthony Barr and Everson Griffith and Daniel Hunter. Linval Joseph, or no, Linval. Yeah, Limbaugh Joseph's still there. He's D-tackle. Kendricks in the middle. Trey Wayne's in the corner. You got Xavier Rhodes. Big corner from the Florida State. And you got depth, man. You got Mackenzie Alexander there from Clemson. Uh, 
Mike Hughes from UCF. You got you got all kinds of depth there. <laughs> Surprised Terrence Newman's there. He'd be like forty two years old. But he's he, he let him go a couple years ago. He said, Man, you're getting up there. Better tag it up. But anyways, they got some talent on that team, man. They're, I think they're gonna take Green Bay. LaFleur, it took him like twelve weeks to figure out how to use Derrick Henry. And Derrick Henry's a big ass running back. Like, how do you not know how to use me? Ran all over everyone when he was at Alabama. I mean, you gotta know, you gotta run with the middle, run traps and power and stuff like that. Big he's trying to run him out of the freaking gun on a sweep. Like, what are you doing, dude? Look, he ain't gonna do it. I don't expect anything out of Aaron Jones or Jamal Williams this year. It's gonna be all Aaron Rodgers. But the defense, their defense is a little bit improved. They might have a decent year, but nothing gonna be great. Detroit, poor Matt Stafford. He's a good quarterback, man. He's he's got a good arm. And huck that thing downfield. Cal, he said we did with Calvin Johnson, but Kenny Galladay, Washington State wide receiver, you know. He's he's good, but he's not he's no Calvin Johnson. I mean they got Marvin Jones and a couple other guys that aren't bad. I mean TJ Hawkins is a big upgrade, tight end position. They got Jesse James, good blocker. Carry on Johnson, I'm not so sure on him yet, you know. He just looked he just looked real hesitant. He didn't have that burst and stuff at Auburn. I, I he could be okay. I don't think he's a lead guy though. Offensive lines a little. They're getting better up front. I got Ragnar out front. They got a couple other guys. You know, they're coming. Decker, yeah, coming along. Uh, defense, defense wise, defense looks pretty freaking good there. I mean, they're coming along. They got Slay. They got Mike Daniels. They got that hand, Sean Hand from Alabama. They got big. Uh, oh man, what's his name? I keep wanting to say Chris Jenkins, but it's a Damian Harrison. Damian Harrison up front. That's a big drink of water right there. Uh, I got uh, Trey Flowers. That's a, that's a that's four guys. You got to fit in three spots. That's hard, man. I I and I, I don't know how much Patricia's running that multiple defense. They can run that four man front. That'd be all of a run stopping defense right there. Development from the linebackers. You got to get Jared Davis and them going up at the linebacker position. The secondary is a little shaky. They expect tease tape or they expected a lot more out of him. He just didn't amount to jack shit. He just couldn't, couldn't, he wasn't, they said, just gonna be just like Joe Hayden when he came out. And he's more like John Hayden. We don't even know how John Hayden is. So that's why he's not on a I don't think I don't think he signed anywhere. I don't think he's even on a team. So that's what happens sometimes. But at least I got Matt Prater that kicker. Booting those 60, 60 some yard field goals. No problem. I believe he stole his record with 64 yard field goal. Got a hell of a leg on him. Good special team. Good they got good special. They got Sam Martin to punter. They got a good special teams group. I'll tell you that much. And Chicago, hell of a defense. They got a hell of a defense over there. Hell of Khalil Mack, man. He's a freaking unblockable dude. He's a monster. Floyd, if Floyd can get going, that's going to be a hell of a one-two punch. But Floyd was just so raw coming out of Georgia, man. It's going to take him some time. It's going to take him some time. But if he can put it all together, he's going to be a damn good player. Him and Roquan, they got linebackers there, man, are out of this world. Mac Floyd, Raquan Smith, Turvathan, Nick Kwasinski. That's a that's a pretty damn good linebacking crew. Goldman up front, Hakeem Hicks. Bullard's, I think Bullard, Jonathan Bullard from Florida, I think he's the other DN, right? Yeah. Got Let Amos go. And then they got a haha Clinton Dix. Former Crimson Tide player and Eddie Jackson. Two Crimson Tide guys in the secondary. Then Kyle Fuller and Callahan. And I think Mookamara is the other corner, I believe. 
former Rutgers guy. Got a good, they got a pretty damn good defense. An off, offense, man. Cohen's shifty. Cohen's a shifty, shifty son of a bitch. He is. He moves side to side like no other. But Montgomery, they hyped him, hyped the shit out of him. But I don't. He's nothing special. He's all right. He. I don't. I don't see him being anything that great. But Trubisky, man, it's all on Trubisky. They got receivers. Anthony Miller's going to be like the next Antonio Brown. He's got the best route running I've ever seen. Or not I've ever seen, but he's got damn good route running. If he can develop, he's going to be just like A.B. But they need a quarterback and get in the ball. Trubisky, Trubisky was real raw coming out of North Carolina. He had a good year. He has a good arm. He makes some nice throws, but he's so inconsistent. Nagy, Nagy just nursed him along last year. Nagy had him playing pretty damn good football. If he can keep that, if he can turn it into what he did last year, they're going to be a good team. They're going to, we'll be up there. But uh, he looked like crap against Green Bay. They need to get it together. Patriots and Dolphins. Freaking New England might put up 80 points against them this week. That'd be nuts. Miami's tanking for sure. They want Tonga Valoa. I don't know if, if Lawrence comes out this year, he's going to be tempting for him. But I don't know if he can. I think Lawrence is a true sophomore. I don't know if he's eligible to come out this next year. But if he can figure something out and come out this year, it's going to be it's gonna be damn interesting who Miami takes. Number one overall, because they're going to have a worse record. Shits Patrick's an awful quarterback. He might have a good three good games the whole year, but the rest is going to be bum, 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 junk. They should have Rosen there every game just to try to develop him. And it was stupid for them to trade freaking Tunsil. If they trade Tunsil, they should have got J.D. Clowney. Jadavion. I mean, I mean, they got a couple first round pick. Oh, that's going to be good for the future. I really, if you really think about it, Cl Clowney's injury prone, I guess. But I don't know. That's up in the air. Rather, good, real good player draft picks. It depends on where you're drafting at, really. If you believe they think the Texans are going to have a good year, I'd probably take the player. But if you can get the value out of those picks, take the picks. Take the picks. Always take the picks. You just gotta gotta hit on them though. Dra drafts hard. Yeah, you, you gotta look for those essential things, like the little things, like the burst through the hole, or the route running, or like the technique, the punch, punch if you're an offensive lineman, the speed, the bend at the end, the quick hands, you know, stuff like that. Instinct secondary stuff. You gotta look for the little things. But Miami, for sure, tanking this year. They want Tongue of Aloha. They want one of those guys. Herbert, they want one of them. They want to be number one pick. It's so obvious they're tanking it. It's unreal. I don't know. Flores is like, listen, man, let's tank this year. We'll build it next year. I don't know what their plan is. But for freaking sure, they're definitely tanking. For freaking sure. I mean, you don't get beat that by, by freaking Lamar Jackson. And come out and say, oh, we're not tanking. Everyone's like, you're freaking tanking. The freaking Browns better show up this week, man. Baker Mayfield look, didn't look that great. He's supposed to be the freaking MVP candidate, according to everyone. Everyone hyped his shit out of him this offseason. He should be... Right the frick up there with the MVP vote. You got freaking Odell Beckham. You got Landry. You got Callaway. They just picked up Taiwan Taylor from the Titans. You got Najoku. You got Chubb. You got Kareem Hunt. You got that Hillary guy. Your offensive line station. You got Kush to fill in for 
Eric Cush. He's been with Dorsey since Kansas City. You got Cush in there. He's supposed to be taking over for Zeitler. Zeitler was a hell of a guard. But would you trade Zeitler, Zeitler for Vernon? Uh, he, Vernon better get his shit to go and get some pressure on that damn quarterback. Well, that's going to be a shitty trade on Dorsey's part. But he's supposed to be a, he's supposed to be at least a twelve sack man. We'll see how he does it this year. But I tell you what, Cleveland got freaking exposed week one. Offense didn't didn't put the points at this point. Adam Baker was just trying to throw all downfield, all downfield. Hey, got to get your check out check downs, dude. I know you got these big guys. You got to check it down. Check it down, dude. You got running backs for a reason. Throw at the chub. Dump it off to Najoki. Remember, running out towards the towards the flat, man. Relax. Just too hyped up, man. I mean, I know this thing is too hyped up, really. You just want to go out there and kill someone. But, man, when you're a quarterback, you got to understand, you can't throw the ball 85 yards down the field or 50 yards down the field or 40 yards down the field or 38 yards down the field every freaking play. You know, they're going to be... That's why they have the second. They're going to be planning for that shit. Dump it off. Dump it off. Dump it off. Run the ball. Run the ball. Run the ball. Then take shots down the field. You got to set that up, man. They're just trying to huck it too much. Defense looks shaky. Where the hell is Joe Schobert and Kirksey? Derrick Henry ran all over you guys. You gotta come up and fill those holes, man. They got exposed. Yoda and Derek Henry exposed you guys. Get your shit together. That's probably what Kitchens has been saying. Like, hey, hey guys, calm the shit down. Get your shit together. Come on. The freaking Browns. We look at our team. Look at these guys. Look at all the talent here. Relax. Do your job. That's why Belichick says it all the time. Do your job. They didn't do their job and they got exposed. Baltimore had a good week. Freaking Storm Mark Jackson. Oh my God. Exposed them. Freaking bomb them, Marquise Brown. Bomb them, Marquise Brown. Throw it to Sneed. Mark Andrews had a huge game. Mark Andrews was Baker Mayfield's top target at Oklahoma. Mark Andrews is a damn good tight end. He's he's a big time sleeper. I just I personally didn't draft him in fantasy. I didn't think he had that much volume. I didn't think they'd feed him that ball that much. I didn't think Lamar Jackson would throw that much. But freaking Mark Ingram runs hard. He ran hard in New Orleans. He ran, he's always ran hard. But, he gets hurt here and there. He gets hurt a little bit more than he should be. But, if he can stay healthy in Baltimore on the run-oriented offense and not have freaking Kamara stealing reps for him, he's going to have a pretty good year. Pretty damn good year. He runs freaking hard. Cincinnati ain't going to be jack shit this year. You know that. They got John Ross. AJ Green, who knows when he's coming back. Week 8, week 9. Ballpark. I mean, he'll finish strong, but... The Bengals. Eifert's hurt hurt every year. Too many holes. Too young. They hired a quarterback coach as their head coach. Hiring a positional coach like that never works out. Even McVay. Freaking Sean McVay. He's a genius, by the way. Took him a year to run an offense in Washington before he got that job. I mean, you know, you got to get some experience. You look at a guy like uh, Rakeem Morris. They hired him right as a defensive backs coach, head coach. He struggled so bad in Tampa. you got to have that coordination. you got to have that responsibility for at least one year to be able to trans transform into a head coach. You can't go from freaking uh so put this you can't go from like uh being a low man totem on the top man you gotta be a low man, you gotta be a medium man, 
with a little bit more responsibility, and then boom, you're the top guy. You gotta take the middle ground. You can't go from point A to point C. You gotta hit B too. Gotta hit the B. You gotta know what it's like a little bit. You gotta dip your finger. You gotta dip. Yeah, stick your fingers in the honey before you put them in your mouth. You can't just dump it right in. It's gonna too much sweetness. Gonna shock the shit out of you. You got. You gotta take your time. It's a little time consuming. I know, but you gotta take your time. And what do they call it? The honey. You gotta dip your fingers in the honey pot. That's what they call it, I believe. You gotta take your time. And the Raiders, man. They took it to. They took it to. They took it to Denver this week. I was a little shocked by that. I, I, I Flacco, man, he's so unpredictable. He'll come out one day, throw for freaking three hundred yards, just throwing bombs all over everyone. The next week he'll go fourteen for twenty-five for one hundred twenty-seven yards. You just don't know. He's unpredictable. I think the Broncos—they're a better team. I think they're more built better for Flacco than they were. I like Keenum a lot. I really do like Keenum a lot. He's all-time NCAA passing leader. At Houston. He's a madman. He's a good quarterback. Accurate. Accuracy. 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 You put the spread out, let him throw it around. He can do that all day. But Flacco is inaccurate. But he's got a bomb on him. He can hit those deep balls. And I think Denver's a little bit more built for the deep ball than the accurate ball. But when you run a team like that, you got to be able to run the damn ball. And Philip Lindsay from Colorado. And, eh, don't see it with him. He's got a receiving back. He can catch a couple balls. I think he's a complimentary back. Devin Booker. I believe it was at Arizona State, I want to say. It's all right. He's okay. They're not good backs. They're just complimentary guys. And I think that's what's going to kill Denver this year. Because Vic Vangio is a damn good defense coordinator. And he's going to have Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb are going to have hell of a year this year. But they don't have it up front. They have some holes in the secondary. They are what you call a work in progress. They're just not that elite team yet. That division is for sure gonna go to the San Diego Superchargers. Rivers wants it bad. He wants that ring. He's gonna work, do everything he possibly can. Eckler's gonna have a good year. Melvin Gordon, good back. Is he worth $15 million a year? Hell no. Hell no. I'd say maybe eight to ten. Eight to ten million a year. Maybe. If you really feel like overpaying him a little bit, twelve is max. But fifteen million dollars a year for him? Hell no. Trade him. Get him out of there. Eckler can do the job. Eckler's not a bad back. If you really need a back, just trade for one. You can get a running back anywhere. You just gotta work on the work on the O line. Fix the fix the O line. You get running back anywhere. Anywhere. Defense wise. Like I said, I'll post I'll post my draft reviews one day. Who was a high on my thing? Desmond freaking King. I loved. Desmond King coming out of Iowa. He was one of my top guys. He's a ball hawk. He could play safety. He could play nickel corner. He can play man on man. I think he's one of the best corners in football, in my opinion. Dude's a madman. He can play anywhere he damn well wants to. Huge on him. Speaking of which, someone um, Josh Jacobs for the Raiders. Let's, I'm sorry about bouncing around here, but I just remembered this. Josh Jacobs. 
for the Raiders, even though that's Brown, love him. Love him. He will lead the NFL in rushing this year. I'm coming out on a limb and saying it. He runs like a young Leonard Fournette. Like Fournette his rookie year. He just runs people over. If Fournette would have had a better offensive line, if he would have had... Uh, was it no Noel 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 from Andrew Noel Norwell from Carolina? His rookie year, he would have led the league in rushing. I think Zeke's gonna start a little slow. I think Zeke's gonna finish top three, but I think Jacobs is gonna win their freaking rushing title. Rushing title this year runs like a madman. He has nothing to lose. He lived in a car, man. He's gonna run people over. He doesn't give a shit. So, you know, you're in front of him. I'm running through you. That's his mentality. And they got a Oakland, believe it or not, has a pretty damn good offensive line. They got Colton Miller. They got uh, uh, Grady Jackson. Or not Grady Jackson. Oh, my God. Gabe Jackson. Gabe Jackson when he comes back off injury. Rodney Hudson's one of the best centers in football. They got incognito. He's a freaking mean son of a bitch. He's there. And then they got Trent Brown. Big dude. Right tackle. They got players on the offensive line. They got guys. They're going to run the ball. He's going to run you the hell over. Huge year. Cleveland Farrell. This is a reach. I thought he was one of my top rated guys. He had a... He had, he's like a freaking... Uh, Dwight Freeney, or Robert Mathis, Dwight Freeney type of guy. He's fast off the edge. He uses his rip move. He's violent with his pass rush moves. He's going to be good coming off the edge. But they still have a lot of holes. Jonathan Abram. He's a mean dude. He hits people. He hits people. Kerry Joseph. Good cover guy. He's going to have a good year. They have guys. Conley, if he can stay healthy, if he can stay out of trouble, he's gonna be a good corner. They got, oh man, they got a lot of good. They got a lot of good play. Really, guys could be elite guys in the NFL on that team. Mayock did a hell of a job in that draft. Max Crosby can be a good player. He's like a uh, like a like, kind of like a Grant Wisterm or Wisterm guy. Good good moves. He's got good moves off the edge. He can be a dominant force. They have talent on the team. I don't see one. I think San Diego's going to squeak that division out. But Kansas City, freaking Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Sammy Watkins, Travis Kelsey, freaking LaShawn McCoy they added, uh, Williams, the running back, Demarcus Robinson, Nicole Hardman, 4-3 guy. They have players. They got guys. But... Offensive line's a little shaky. Defensively, they got Chris Jones defensively. They have Frank Clark from the old Michigan player. They got picked up Tyran Matthew, former nickel corn LSU, playing free safety. They got some guys out. They got Kyle Fuller. They got some guys on their defense, but they have a lot of holes. San Diego is pretty solid the whole way across. That's why I give them the edge. They have not like they have fucking not they have like great players in their position, but they're solid the whole way across their defense. They got a pretty solid team. I wouldn't. I'm not going to guarantee this, but I wouldn't. Bat. I wouldn't be offended. Or I wouldn't bat an eye if Oakland was pretty damn close to Kansas City's record this year. Denver's going to finish baseman. Oakland, I think, is going to take third. But if they can pull it together, if Gruden, can get, Gruden and Mayo can get these boys playing the, up to their potential, I think they could be pretty close to Kansas City, if not surpass them. I say that very silently because... Not 100% sure on that. I'm not guaranteeing anything on that. But they can come in. They can. They can cut it close. They can cut it close.
Good game this week. We're going to see the Saints and the Rams. McVeigh versus Peyton. Two offensive geniuses. New Orleans looked pretty good. Breeze, Breeze, he's... You can tell he's losing, losing a little bit, but he's still smart. He's smart as hell. He can get the balls to his guys. He has good enough velocity to get the balls to the, Michael Thomas. He can get the ball to... Uh, Ted Ginn, jumping off the Camara. If they can cover Camara in the backfield, I think it's going to hinder their offense. Camara is a good running back. I didn't like so much things. He's coming out of Tennessee. He just didn't have that burst. And that's the thing I don't like about Camara. Just didn't have that like upper thing. They kept comparing him to Jamal Charles coming out of Tennessee. I was like, man, Charles got that burst, though. And Charles ran like a four, four, three, one or something like that coming out of Texas. Camaro coming out of Tennessee ran like a four, six. He doesn't have that burst. That's what I don't like about him. He's a good receiving back, but he's not. A, he's not a league guy. He just gets a lot of volume, in my opinion. I mean, he's got good side to side moves, but I don't think he, he's no Zeke Elliott. He's no. Best running back, in my opinion, is Saquon Barkley. He's got bursts. He can catch. He can do everything. But he's on a shit team. I don't like about that. I like. I prefer. I take Mark Ingram over Kamara. Mark Ingram's runs look hard as hell. Kamara's a better receiver, but running back, you want them to run. You can get a receiving back anywhere. Kenyon Barner would have been a hell of a receiver back. He played for the Saints. He'd have been a phenomenal running back at former Oregon Duck. He was the bomb in Oregon. But, you know, Saints got all of an offensive line. Armstead, Pete, Unger was there last year. He retired. They brought in uh, Eric McCoy from Texas A&M. He's a damn good center. He's going to be a good center. I can't remember. Oh, uh. Wolf, Wolf, Wolford, I think, is a right guard. He's a pretty good right guard. And Ram checks. He's a late right tackle. That's a pretty damn good offensive line. Of course, you're going to have 5.7 yards of carry or whatever he's averaging. But they're going to struggle defensively. They got Lattimore. They got Von Beld. They got some guys on the defense, but they're not elite. Lattimore can be a hell of a corner. He just needs some time to develop. Cameron Jordan. Very good. Very good player. Sheldon Rankins, I think he's a bust. I'm a big, uh, big fan on him. Let's have developed the hell out of him. Not huge on him. They got some guys on the defense. Al Al Alon Alex Alonze from Florida. Good player. Good player. He's a pretty good player. But he's injury prone. They got some guys. But can they stay healthy? Can they develop? Too many questions. Got a land division. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones. Can Devontae Freeman stay healthy? They got Jake Matthews on the line. Now I'm getting Hoopers coming along. They got guys that could be good. Defense went a little shaky. They got some Vic Beasley. What the hell happened to him? He had a hell of a year a couple of years ago. Downfall. Downfall. He went on the downfall. Deion Jones can stay healthy. Desmond Trufant, can they stay healthy? There's a lot of guys on the team that can... They got some ballers on the team, but can they stay healthy? Well, there's your problems. Carolina, Cam Newton. He runs. throws a couple passes here and there. He's okay. He's okay. He runs his mouth too much. He's play. Talk less. Show me. Don't tell me. He has been a Super Bowl. So he's got still something going for him. But Jonathan Stewart, running game, took him there. Run, what was it called? Run DMC. McCaffrey, hell of a running back. Not often you see a, a white running back be that effective. But he exceeded the, he exceeded the expectations. Awesome year. Good receiver, good runner. Probably the best player. Well, take that back. Luke Kiko is the best player, but he's up there. Top two. Offensive line, shaky. 
shaky O-line. Drafted Greg Little, Ole Miss. Developmental guy. Lost Khalil. Up front's a little shaky. Defensive-wise, Ken was short. Best pick of the draft, Brian Burns. Especially because they're running a 3-4 now. Ron Rivera was ditching his old 4-3 room with the Dub Bears back in 85. They're running that 3-4 defense. Brian Burns, man, he's fast as hell off that edge. He looked incredible at Florida State. He's going to be a hell of a player. And they can put muscle on him, develop him. He's going to be top. Guys, he's going to be like freaking Julius Peppers all over again for them. But Keekly, Shaq Thompson. Bradbury, Dante Jackson, man. He's a good player. LSU guy. He can play. He's a baller. He's gonna be one of he's gonna he's our top secondary guy, and that's literally Bradbury shaky. And that's really all they freaking got back there. Freaking Tampa. Got a good team overall. I I I really truly believe they have a good team. I cannot stand Donovan Smith. I think he's slow. He's a step behind everyone. They way overpaid him. I don't know why they did that. I feel like there's like, oh man, we need a left tackle. We have a guy. He's all right. So let's just pay him. I don't know what the hell. I like Jason Light a lot, but I don't know what the hell he was thinking there. He's not good. You should trade him immediately. See a way I get out of his contract. Trade him. Get a pick for him. Freaking trade him to any team in the NFL. Get a pick for him. Trade for freaking Donald Penn. Donald Penn will do a better job than he does. Get anyone in there. Freaking bring Marcus McNeil out of retirement. He'd retire early. He could play. He'd be better than him. Gotta get gotta get someone to block in there. Other than that, offensive line's not bad. Kappa's developmental. But I think he can develop in a decent player. But Donovan Smith, man, he's too slow. He's what? He's soft. That's what he is. And freaking James stopped turning the damn ball over, man. Other than that, we could be a damn good football team. Let me a pass rusher. Carl Nassman not totally sold on. Shaq Barrett had a pretty good game. Sue, Sue, man, it's going to be freaking awesome for us. Secondary is working progress, but they're young guys. We can develop into a damn good team, but they just got to be get rid of Don Smith and get someone good. Tell Jameis, dude, relax, check it down. Don't turn the freaking ball over. But, you know, if the season turns to shit and they don't win two games or three games, get the hell up, get her tongue Valoa. Get tongue Valoa. He's going to be the next big dude. He's a real freaking deal. Herbert, I like, but he's not bad. But Tonga Below, you know, he's going to be freaking elite. You can see it now. Get your dude. Get your dude. All right, so. We talked a lot about divisions today. We talked a lot about teams. Let's let's talk, let's talk a little. Uh, let's talk a little NCAA guys. Guys, I like Trevor Lawrence. I think he needs to add a little bit to his frame. If he does that, he's gonna be the freaking man. He's gonna be the next freaking Peyton Manning. If he can do that, he didn't have a great week this week. But if he can develop, he can build on what he does. If he can continue to grow. He looked freaking awesome against Alabama. And hard that's freaking hard to do. Look good against Alabama. But if he can build upon that. Just keep growing. And push himself. And put more muscle on himself. He's going to be the freaking man. But that's all to be determined. That's, I mean, that's all up to him. Tonga Valoa is going to be a freaking madman. He is. He's, he's going to be Elite NFL quarterback, I guarantee it. And a team like freaking Cincinnati or freaking 
freaking Miami or Tampa are going to get Tonga Valoa. All pre, all kind of depending on how the season goes. And why is someone high on freaking Josh McDaniels as their head coach? McDaniels was freaking Belichick's right hand man. He knows how Belichick builds teams, and he knows everything about Belichick. And that's exa- Belichick's doing the same thing with Josh McDaniels, exactly the same thing. As he's doing with Josh McDaniels, as Bill Parcells did with Belichick. Why doesn't anyone see that? It's ridiculous. Like, for example, it's the same thing. McDaniels was like, man, I could want to coach my own team. He went to freaking Denver. He didn't suck in Denver. They had a decent team. He drafted freaking Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow should still be in the NFL. But coaches don't know how to adjust to a running quarterback like they did do now. Tebow, you can run like a power freaking offense and just run all over everyone. But they didn't know how to adjust to that. They said, oh, his throwing motion's messed up. They just didn't know how to do it. And it's stupid. Tebow could have been a damn good NFL quarterback. They just didn't know how to freaking adjust to it. And it's messed up. Tebow could have been still in the NFL making, what, Freaking $30 million a year right now, which is ridiculous. But they screwed that up. But McDaniels didn't have a bad team in Denver. He had Brandon Marshall. He had broke a freaking record. McDaniels, 21 catches in the game, 22 catches in the game. That's nuts. McDaniels did a damn good job in Denver. He didn't have a lot. He didn't have this freaking fantastic team everyone made him out to have. He built that damn team that freaking won that. Won that Super Bowl. But people just don't freaking see that. But, you know, when he comes head coach, they're going to have a pretty damn good team. He saw the Indianapolis Jones, Andrew Luck, but he gets banged up a lot. But honestly, looking at it now, he just retired. So it looks like he made a pretty freaking good decision. Because Brissett ain't no freaking Andrew Luck. He's not a bad quarterback, but he ain't no Andrew Luck. But they were Quentin Nelson's best guard in football. That's what it is. But I just don't see Daniels can be a bomb. Anyways, back to college football. Uh Etney, Travis Etney for freaking Clemson. He's gonna be a baller. He's gonna be a baller. He's gonna be good. And he just runs like a freaking madman. And uh, one other player I want to talk about. I can't think of his name without my head right now. I was watching a game where the greatest announcer I have ever seen, Pat McAfee. Was announcing the game the other night. Love Pat McAfee. He's an awesome announcer. He should have got them on in a football gig. It is blasphemous. He did not get that job. But. We're not going to get into that. But the, there is a tight end. For. Cincinnati. Can't think of his name right now, but he had a hell of a freaking game, and I think it's gonna be he's gonna be one of those elite guys. He is gonna be a damn good tight end in the NFL. But We'll see if I can look that up while we get into other things. Uh, no, not Jack. No, it's not Jack. Tyler Cogswell? Is it Cogswell? De- De- Guerra, I think it is. 
Aguero, I don't know. They're starting tight end. He's a big dude. He runs like a freaking mad. He's going to be like a big receiving monster in the end, end zone, man. He's going to be a, he's going to be a guy getting like the third, fourth round of the NFL draft. He's going to be a bad man. He's gonna be he's gonna be the real freaking deal. I guarantee it. I'm looking looking good to some good college football this weekend. Looking forward to it. Oh well, let's talk uh let's get let's get my Super Bowl picks in. Let's just throw this out week week freaking one. Let's let's do it. I'd like to have done this before the season started, but we're gonna get it out. It's a little feeler. Let's get a little feeler out and let's see how it goes. Obviously, I think the AFC Championship game is going to obviously be between the New England Patriots, obviously, and the Cleveland Browns. I think Cleveland's going to come around. I think they're going to pull it off. And it's going to be an AFC Championship game. But... Freaking can't go against Tom Brady. Brady and the Patriots are going to beat the Browns in the AFC Championship game. I'm learning experience from Mayfield. They're going to be able to build upon it next year. They're going to they're going to make a good run. NFC teams. NFC Championship game. I'm going to say that that's going to be between the Vikings. The freaking Minnesota Vikings are going to be in the NFC Championship game. And I'm going to say they might be playing the wait for it Dallas Cowboys. Vikings, Cowboys, NFC Championship game. Calling it out. And I'm going to say the Vikings upset the Cowboys. New England Patriots, Minnesota Vikings, Super Bowl. And I'm going to say the Patriots win again. As much as I hate to tell you guys, freaking Brady. You can't go against him. He's he's the GOAT. He's going to do it again. And it's just, it's what it is. It is what a freaking they got too much power on that team. It's Sonny Michelle, Tom Brady, freaking James White, Damian Harris, Alabama, freaking Antonio Brown. If he can stay on legal trouble, he's gonna be pretty freaking good. But Brady, you said they're with Moss. And sure as shit, they ain't playing the freaking Giants in the Super Bowl this year. I think Manning's got a lot left, but he ain't got that much left. He can't will them will them that far. Josh Gordon, Adelman, they die. There's no way. No freaking way that they don't win this thing this year. There's no way. Garrett freaking Tate. I'd like to see someone else give him a push. My homes and Chiefs, Chargers. Chargers, Chiefs, man, they're gonna put they're gonna be right beside Cleveland, but I think they're gonna because they're in the same division, it's gonna screw them up a little bit, and they're gonna both gonna be on the same side of the bracket. And you know, one of them's gotta be a wild card team. I think they're gonna meet a little earlier than they expected in the playoffs, and it's gonna screw them, and they're not gonna make as far as they want to. Unless one of them runs to New England. And it's just the way it's gonna be. And well, I hope you enjoyed this week one's podcast, the first podcast of All In Sports. And I'm sorry for the language, I got a little carried away. You know, but you'll freaking have that. Um, I just thank you guys for listening, and I hope you spread the word. And I hope we'll make it big one day, you know? It's different studios, we'll have maybe... Move up a little, we'll have some guests on the show, and we'll talk a little sports, and be a fun-ass show. Maybe we'll have a TV show one day, who freaking knows? 
But thank you, everyone, and uh, happy frickin' New Year. Hello. Today is Wednesday, September 25th. Did you know that Wednesday was named after the most important god in the German Palantheon? And often associated with the nose god Odin. And it's called was called the day the day of o, day of Odin, which was Anglo-Saxon. Today we have Brandon on. He'll be a little a little on a little later. He is the co-founder and marketing director, and uh, we'll be doing some Q and A. Um, my takeaway from the Monday night game is the Bears defense is flat out freaking dominated the Redskins. It caused five Case Keenum turnovers. And Case Keenum's not a bad quarterback. Um, Trubisky, or Trubisky, former North Carolina guy, he went 25 for 31 for two 131 yards and three touchdowns. And the real thing about I noticed about Chicago is where's Anthony Miller? Anthony Miller was coming on at the end of last year, and he is just not shown up whatso whatsoever. And it's qu- it's quite surprising me because I thought he looked. Just like Antonio Brown and his route running real crisp and everything. I mean, even for the game the other night, he only he had one catch for 15 yards. Taylor Gabriel finally showed up. Turbo. Six for 75 for three touchdowns. Uh, Allen Robinson had a pretty good game. Six for 60. Um, I think I used Cordell Patterson a little more. David Montgomery, yeah, he's, all right. he's coming on a little bit. Looking a little bit better. 13 for 67, not bad, not bad. But the defense just dominated. Big old Khalil Mack from Buffalo, two sacks. He is a freaking monster. He's worth every penny they're paying him. Um, question about the Redskins is, though, is it time to turn to Dwayne Haskins? And I don't really think it is. I think they just need to let Dwayne sit and uh, learn as much as he can from Keenum. I mean, it didn't even look like he was trying to, like, be involved with anything last night, and I think I just, I think he needs time. And Keenum didn't have a bad game, 30 for 43, 332 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Turnovers were a little high, but when you're facing a great defense like that and the monsters of the midway, as they call them, you're going to have that problem. And, uh, man... They need Trent Williams back. Adrian Peterson just straight out struggled. 12 rushes, 37 yards, 3.1 yards per carry. And Adrian Peterson had a pretty freaking good year last year. He looked quick, looked fast, looked fast this year. Just nowhere to run. He had 251 carries for a 1,042 yards and a 4.2 yards per carry average last year. And it's just not there this year. And it's a lot to do with the Trent Williams not being there. I'll tell you who else showed up was uh, McLaren from the Ohio State University. He had a pretty freaking good game for Washington. Six yard, six catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. That's a pretty good game. But uh, hey, Trent, Trent Williams, I, I think he might get traded. Uh, he doesn't Obviously, he doesn't want to be there. He'd be there. I don't know if it's a contract thing or what, but... Uh, they definitely need him. Donald Penn's not a bad replacement, but he's he's no Trent Williams. They could even move Donald Penn to right tackle, move Morgan Moses on the inside. Um, but I think a team that could use Trent Williams, New England, just lost Isaiah Wynn from Georgia out for the year. And Cleveland. Uh, you watched Baker Mayfield the other night. He struggled a lot. I mean, he could really freaking you he could use some protection back there. He is just getting schlaw toward. 
And, uh, I mean, it's not gonna, it, it wouldn't hurt him to have him there. And, uh, speaking of the Browns, uh, what's wrong with them? Uh, could be a lot of things. Uh, I think, really think it has a lot to do with play calling. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 18-36, one touchdown, one interception. Where was Odell Beckham in the last drive of the game? He was absent. They need to get him more involved. He's arguably one of the best receivers in football. They got they got to get him the ball. Landry only only had three catches. They got to get him the ball. And uh, Antonio Callaway coming back here soon after suspension for uh, uh, substance abuse. He's going to be a big help to that team. Um, but I mean, they're they're struggling. But I I really do I think think they got some issues they uh, really need to work out there. Welcome to All in Sports. It's in the game. Oh, wait, I think that's taken already. But welcome to All in Sports on the All in Sports Radio Network. Welcome to All In Sports. It's in the game. Oh, wait, I think that's taken already. But welcome to All In Sports on the All In Sports Radio Network.